listeners around the world. This is Jerry Cummings, formerly of Harold Melvin and the Blue Nose featuring Teddy Pendergrass, and you're listening to the Words of Inspiration with Marsha Duran on Blog Talk Radio. Be inspired. Marsha is on right now. Hey, let me 
Good morning, good morning, good morning. That's right. How's everybody out there doing? Welcome to Fellowship in the Word with Pastor Robert Cooper. He'll be stepping in momentarily. And uh, by the way, look out for on Facebook and YouTube the Blood Covenant, the Water Fountain with uh, Steve Howell and me, Frank Lewis. That's another way to get the word. And uh, Pastor Cooper will be in here in just a moment. Today's service is brought to you by Single Mother's Guide to Raising Black Boys. Also by From Crack to Christ Part 1. Get a copy of one or two, both books, and uh, help support these shows that we do here. That's right. Our phone number is 646-595-3338. 646-595-3338. For those of you who would like to uh, <laughs> call in and get a little prayer in, let's break every chain right now. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power. Come on. Come on, you declare it. There is power. There is power, there is power in the name, in the name of Jesus. We know where it is to break and break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Come on, fancy, break every, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There's an Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. 
All right. Okay. All right. You guys know where you're at. I've already given the the information. And now, as I promised to you, I would pass on Pastor Robert R. Cooper. Pastor Cooper, welcome. Uh, Welcome, too, brother. How are you today? I'm doing just fine. All right. Well, good to hear from you and good to be on uh, Fellowship in the Word again today. You know, as the days go on, we all have to realize something, that we're not getting any younger, and we have a purpose to fulfill. And it's a shameful thing to spend all your days and not fulfill purpose. So we need to realize our purpose so we can make fulfilling God's purpose for our lives our priority. Amen. One thing we want to do is make sure that we do what God wants us to do. And we want to make sure that we do what God created us to do. You know, God doesn't make mistakes, and he doesn't have accidents. So he didn't accidentally make any one of us. He made us all for a distinct purpose. And we need to make sure, amen, that we know that purpose so we could please God. Amen. I don't know about you all, but I live to please God. Amen, Amen. yes. And and that's something that we need to consider. That's something that we need to consider because you can't go wrong if you live to please God. Amen. Took me a long time to to come to that conclusion because, or to even realize that because we're always searching for things in life. You know how it is in life. You're always searching for something. We're trying to search for something that's going to make us be one thing or another, always take us higher than where we are, always make us better than where we are. And we've always searched for something. But I finally concluded after many years of searching, that if you live to please God, you can't go wrong. You live your life with an A-plus in heaven. Amen. You know, and I don't know about you, but you need to know that God is passing out grades because everything we do, we do for achievement. And when you live to please God, you get an A-plus in achievement from heaven. Amen. When I say living to please God, that may put you at odds with this one or the other one. And I'm not trying to start a war here. But I found out when you live to please God, it all works out for good in the end. And history will show, well, you know, maybe he wasn't so bad after all. Or maybe she wasn't so bad after all. Because when you live to please God, God knows how to work all things together for the good. And I'm speaking to someone because I didn't even have that on my agenda to say. But that's the way it is, amen, when you're serving God. Because what you say is no longer what you say. What you say is what he wants you to say. I not only live to please God, I serve God. Hallelujah. How many want to serve God? I, 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 I hope I'm in the right room. I, I hope I'm on the right Amen. station. Amen. How many want to serve God? Amen. Amen. Do, do you realize that if we were to 
if we were to be consumed and concentrate and commit ourselves to serving God, we wouldn't notice so many things that we notice. We wouldn't see so many things that we see, and there certainly wouldn't be a whole lot of complaining. Mm. Mm. Why? Because you wouldn't have time, number one. And number two, when you see things through the eyes of God, they don't look so bad. Okay. Right. Hallelujah. So we welcome welcome everyone who has taken the time to call in to serve the Lord because because Mm -hmm. I know you didn't call in to play because, you know, this is not entertainment. So you called in to serve the Lord right along with me. And I may do what I do. And that's what God has given me to do. But I pray and I encourage you to do what God has given you to do. Yours may not be seen. Yours may not be heard. But yours can still be done. Amen. We got a list of folks here, too. A lot of folks on the line here today. Hallelujah. Always good to know that. So we have a purpose and we're going to serve God, amen. I just got through watching a program, and and, and, and it was a program where they were in a foreign country, and uh, some cooking was going on. And they were showing all the different ingredients it takes to make this recipe and that recipe. In order to do fellowship in the Word on April the 23rd, 2023, it's going to take a lot of different ingredients to make that recipe come out right. I need some of yours, 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 I need all of yours, and I need all of mine. Yes. But we're making a a dish, amen, and we just pray that when it's all said and done, it's pleasing to Almighty God. Amen. Amen. Amen and amen and amen. Uh, I'm going to pray, and I hope today, brother, that you... Open the line, kind of like in the old days how you would do it before we got started because I already believe that the stage has been set and God wants to do something mightily, not only to his people, but through his people. And so I pray right now, Lord, that you have your way in this place and meet all of us at the point of our need because one thing we have in common, we all have a need that only you can feel, oh God. And we thank you right now for giving us a mind stayed on you and a heart to seek you and to serve you. Bless us, Lord, like only you can. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Go ahead and open it up, brother. Yes, indeed. I'm going to open up these lines here. And for those who are listening on the computers right now or... Uh, phone number six four six five nine five three 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 eight. Push the one, the love button. Anybody want to start? James, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning. Hey, good day to you, brother. How are, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you. Good, good, good. You know, we were All just right. talking about serving the Lord, and, and I have a feeling. And correct me if I'm wrong. But I have a feeling that God already has his fingertip, his hands, his pulse on you. He wants to use you as a servant, praise the living God. And not only for yourself, 
He wants to use you to lead other people into God's service. And somehow, some way, I just believe you can. Oh, Thank yeah. You. And you will. Yes, Amen. Indeed. Thank you. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Right. What's on your mind Who today, like a young to... man? Um, Not too much. Uh, I wanted to work today, but they didn't, they didn't have me come in. Just, you know, just trying to keep a positive mindset. Um, and, you know, keep my head on straight and don't let nothing detour me. Praise God. Amen. Well, you know, sadly, they didn't have, you know, a, a thing for you to do today. But if you don't mind, I need you to work with me today. I, 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 I'm, I'm looking, I'm, I'm enlisting soldiers in the army of the Lord. Amen. And I'd like to have you join in. Amen. Praise the living God. Okay. All right. Thank you, James. Thank you very much. Who is Thanks, next Father. here? Anyone else have a testimony or ask, need a prayer this morning? Lines are open. Who's next? Good morning. This is Marcia. Good morning, Marcia. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I'm just um, very uh, blessed and happy to, first of all, for James to be on the line with us and um, and just want continued prayers for him and his success and also prayers for my daughter, Alyssa, who is struggling right now. But I know the same will be true for her as long as she can you know, continue to, to stay on the, the Lord's uh, path for her. And um, thank you, Pastor, for, for all your, your words of wisdom and, and, and blessings for us. Well, amen. amen. And thank you for your amen. participation, your continual participation. I say that because you've been calling in for a long time, and we thank yeah. you for your feedback and amen. your prayer. Okay. Thank you. If, if you have brought anything to this Fellowship in the Word buffet, you have showed many men and women, boys and girls, the need and the power of prayer. Yes, they And have. you've shown how prayer changes things and how not giving yes, up really you changes have. <laughs> Yes, you have. Yes, indeed. So, and, so we're, we are indeed grateful to you for for that level of importunity that you show when it comes to calling on the name of the Lord, not giving up, just because it may not look right, just like it, just because it may not seem right, not giving up. And now your son is on the call with us, and I get the feeling you didn't twist his arm to come. I get no, the feeling I... he came on his own. Yes. I'm way out here on, on on Lake Erie. I could be wrong, but... I believe he came on his own. Yes, amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, we're going to move along right now. we got a couple more people here. Uh, area code 6. Thank you, uh, Marcia. Area code 602. Let me bring you in here. I see you got the hand up. Area code hey, 602. man. How you doing, Hey, it's Pastor Don. That's great. What's going on, bro? Hey, how you doing, brother? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. I'm telling Texan people, telling people where it's happening, where it's going down. So I'm here. I'm getting back on mute. I'm going on my Texas. So I'm telling people in. All right. Well, praise the Lord. Well, we 
intend to make a lot of noise today. So uh, uh, even though you're on mute, I pray that you can still hear hear us well, even if we can't hear you. So thank you, and God bless you. Amen. All right, all right. Anyone else before I get my prayer in? Anyone else want to go? Okay. Well, I, I, I myself, uh, I, I'm going to pray. Be like Marsha, I want to pray for my children. I want to pray for for Natalie, who is battling some demons. She's trying hard. I can see it in her face every time I see her that, that, that she's battling. And uh, I want to pray for Nicole, who's still battling that uh, agoraphobia, you know, can't do panic attacks, you know. And I also want to pray for my son, Shay, that is. Very rare that you hear me pray for Jay, but he's going through some some life, uh, some changes too, that he needs a prayer. And he's the one in my family that says he's a non-believer. So we're going to make, I'm, God going to make him a believer by coming through and clearing his situation up. So I need prayer for all three of my children. Amen. Amen. Well, let's stand in agreement right now because... The Bible says where two agree, if any two agree on earth concerning anything that they shall ask, it shall be done for it shall be done for them by my Father which is in heaven. That's all we need. And so right now we stand in agreement with you because I believe you're praying for them that God will move in their lives and heal them from their conditions that they have. And for any other parent who may be calling in that has offspring that are dealing with conditions, unexplained conditions, conditions that the doctor can only diagnose, but he may not have a sure cure, we're bringing it to the great physician right now. We're bringing them before the great physician right now, amen. And we're praying right now that God will give us the healing that they need, all children, everyone's children who are going through some things. We pray for our neighbors. We pray for our friends. We pray for our families and our loved ones. Yes. We pray for those, amen, who even done us wrong. Yes. Yep, yep, yep. We pray for the ones who have done us wrong. Jesus said pray for them who despitefully use you and persecute you. So right now they're on our prayer list as well because we don't have anything better to do in service to you, O God, than to bring everybody before the throne of grace in prayer. Have your way in these lives of these children. Bless the parents. Bless Brother Lewis and all the other parents who have the boldness to come before your throne of grace, seeking your grace to help in their time of need, according to your word. We thank you so much, Lord, in Jesus' name. And we're calling it done by faith. Amen. Amen. amen and amen. And, and, and when it happens, don't be surprised. Expect it. When it happens, don't be surprised. Expect it. God is going to do a miracle in their lives. Amen. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. And you know, it's when it seems like it's when it's when it seems like it's it's so bad. It's so it's, it's so bad that it looks like it's just completely out of control. I want to stop by and tell you, God specializes in things that are out of control. That's his specialty. Put it in God's hands. Amen, Brother Lord. 
Amen. Amen. Is there another? If not, if there is, now's your time. If not, we're going to pass. throw the microphone back to Pastor Cooper. Here you know, comes, Pastor. Uh, and, and, yes. and I thank you, and God bless you all. There's so much power in prayer. You know, it's the kind of thing that once you start praying, it's kind of hard to shift because there's so much power in prayer. The Bible says in the book of James, James, the effective, fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. In other words, if you are the righteousness of God, which we are, those who have given our lives to Jesus Christ, those who are in Christ, your prayers avail much. There's so much power, amen, in our prayers. And all we have to do is use them. The problem is when folk don't pray, and then they and, and then they don't see change. Amen. But prayer is our change weapon. It's what we can use right. to guarantee change. Because one thing God won't do, he won't go back on his word. And if we could ever learn to trust God with all of our heart and lean not into our own understanding, I know the devil will try to tell you, no, prayer can't make a difference. They're too bad off. Prayer can't make a difference. They're too broke, busted, and disgusted. Prayer can't make a difference. It hurts too bad. Prayer can't make a difference. You just don't know. But I'm telling you, prayer can and will make a difference if you pray. Jesus said it like this in Matthew chapter 21, verse 22. He said, in all things, whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing, you shall receive. In other words, what Jesus is saying, if you ask in prayer, believing, no matter what it is, he said, it's a guarantee that you will receive it. Amen. How many want to put their faith to the test today? How many want to try Jesus? Yes, yes, yes. Just do what Jesus says and watch what will happen in that situation. Watch what will happen to that child or that loved one. Watch what will happen to that career. Watch what will happen to that ministry. Watch what will happen to that relationship. He can fix it. Amen. He can fix it. I know he can. And he will. All you have to do is follow his instructions and watch what the Lord will do. Amen? Amen. Uh, Those of you who have your Bibles, and I pray that's everybody, go with me to Psalm 37. (laughs) Psalm 37, verse 4. Last week, last week we talked about identifying with God, how God identifies us and gives us identity so we won't be lost people, walking around not knowing who we are. We talked about uh, uh, first in, in, in Second Chronicles 7.14, how he said, if my people, so he lets you know whose people you are so you won't think that you're a wanderer, if my people that are called by my name, he said, His name is God Almighty. And he's calling us, amen, his people called by his name. 
I know that may have been so too deep for some folk, and I know the devil was having a stomachache when I was saying it last week because he never wants you to know whose people you are. He never wants you to know that you're the people of God, and he certainly doesn't want you to know that you're called by God's name. Amen. And folk may call you all kinds of names, but God is only calling you one name, and that's his name. Because because he sees you as his children. So don't worry about what folks say because folk don't know you because folk didn't make you. So how can they categorize you? They try. They try. Amen. But one thing about it, amen, the only one that can really call you by the name that you are supposed to have is the one who created you, and his name is God. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And for those who don't believe there is a God, I, I challenge you with this. You didn't make yourself. Somebody made you. Somebody gave you fingernails, a mustache if you're fellas, eyelashes if you're a woman. Somebody did it. It was God. Hallelujah. So we want to celebrate God today and give him praise. And I think the reason why people don't praise God as much as they should is because they just are not that familiar with all that he's done in our lives. Let's go back to Psalm 37, verse 4. I'm going to read it. It says, Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. In other words, God is saying, if you delight yourself in me, I will give you, I will fulfill all of your heart's desires. Amen. The, the reason you're not getting your desires fulfilled is not because I can't. It's because I need you to delight in me. Amen. Because it's something about doing things for folk who delight in you. Even though we know God doesn't play favor, favorites. Amen. He still gives favor. He may not play favorites, but he still gives favor. And he gives favor to those, amen, who are called by his name. He gives favor to those, amen, who delight themselves in him. Amen. He gives favor to those, amen, who want to do it his way. He gives favor to those, amen, who want to live for him, who want to live to please him. So he says, if you delight yourself in me, he said, I will give you the desires of your heart. You know what I'm talking about. You know those things that you don't even talk about to other folks sometimes, things that you just want to see done. Amen. Things that you want to see achieved. Praise God. Things that you may even want to come into possession of. It may seem high and, and way up there, so high that you, you, you're afraid to talk about it to other folk because they may not understand it. They may not have that level of faith, and they may try to talk you down. Yes. But God is saying, if you delight yourself in me, I mean, take great pleasure in me. That's what delight means. Live to please me. I will give you the desires of your heart. 
I'm talking to somebody. You know that corporation, that corporation that you've been dreaming about building for years and years to make that product that only you can make, praise the living God? He said, I'll make sure you get that. Hallelujah. You know that new house that you've been thinking about trying to get, hallelujah, and you just don't know how because you can't seem to put the, uh, make ends meet to where you can come together and even come up with a down payment. He said, I'll make sure you get that. Mm-hmm. You know that sick loved one, pray the living God, that you've been praying for quietly and secretly at nighttime, the one that you can't sleep uh, because you've been thinking about all night, you've been losing sleep. He said, I will heal that loved one for you. Get some sleep. He said, I will give you the desires of your heart. You know that broken relationship? He said, I'll fix it. Praise the living God. Whatever your heart's desire is. Amen. And I know we have some and I know we have some desires on our heart. And he said, I will give you the desires of your heart. Amen. I don't know about you, but that sounds real good to me. And I don't know why I don't know why it is that, that we have to worry, praise the living God, about all the things we want and all the things we want to do. And all the things we want to see done. You want to see peace in our nation? He said, I'll give you the desires of your heart. You want to see our streets become safe for young people and and, and old people alike? He said, I'll give you the desires of your heart. I will fix things. I will heal the land. Hallelujah. So much is going wrong. So much is going on. Every time you turn around, you're reading and seeing some more breaking news about some other tragedy that's taking place all across the country. Praise the living God. This past week, there's been so many, it's not even funny. God said, if you delight yourself in me, people, I will give you the desires of your heart. I have the capacity to heal the land because with man it's impossible, but with God all things are possible. Hallelujah. So we have to we have to learn to check the book. We have to learn to check our books, amen. And, and, and I think when people start checking the books, you know, because my wife knows sometimes we get ready to go someplace, and and, and, and so she's really the the bookkeeper when it comes to you know a thing that it relates to you know, monetary, but every now and then, I like to check the books. So I ask her if she doesn't mind, I like to check the books real quick. And I check the books. And when I do, then I know what I can do when I go out, because without knowledge of what's in the books, I won't know how to carry myself as it relates to business. Amen. And we have to learn to check the books when it comes to God. Amen. Not the financial books, but the spiritual books. Because we have some books we need to check so we can see just where we stand spiritually. And we have the books right here in our hand. It's called the Bible. And there are 66 books in the Bible. And if we thoroughly check the books, we'll find out we have much more of everything than we thought we had. It's always good to check things and find out you have more than you thought you had. Man, who am I preaching to today? Yes, amen. Me. Me. It's always good. It's always good when you check something and find out that you have more than you thought you had. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And when we check the books, when we check these 66 books of the Bible, we'll find out that we have much, 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 much more than we thought we had. As a matter of fact, God says it like this in Ephesians 3.20. He says that I will, uh, that God is able to do exceeding abundantly. That's way more than you thought you had. God is able to do exceedingly, exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. Our imaginations can't even come close to what God has given us and what God is able to do for us. It says God is able. God is able. This is why we have to delight ourselves in him. Because not only is he able to do it, he wants to do it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Third John, third John says, uh, uh, third John verse 3 says, I wish above all things that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. Amen. He wants us to be healthy, and he wants us to be wealthy. <laughs> and that's all right. And so if people only knew what was in the books, amen, then they could pattern their lives in probably a much different way because there would be things that they would do that they didn't know they could do, things that they could do that they didn't think they could. But now that you check the books, now that you've seen what you have in your spiritual inventory, now you can live a much more gratified way of life. You can live like the king that the Bible says you are. You can live the royal life. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. Amen. And now you have a reason to praise God. You have a reason to praise the Lord because Jesus, when he rose, when he praised the living God from the grave, he said these words. He said, all power has been given unto me in heaven and in the earth. That's what he said out of his mouth. We're told in, 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 in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10, to be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. In that same mighty power, and I keep saying it, but I have to say it again, he's the only one I know who's got all the power. And yes, when he says indeed. all power has been given unto him, that's some power. Now, we're told Amen. to be strong in the Lord with all that power and in the power of his might. In other words, the Bible is saying, I want to put you in that same classification because I don't want you to live another day powerless. You got to check the books. You got to check the books. God said he'll give you the desires of your heart. But you wouldn't know that if you didn't check the books. And we also check the books by coming to the services and listening to the word of God and getting faith, amen, because the Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. But it goes on to say, but how can they hear without a preacher? And how can he preach except he be sent? Sent by who? Sent by God. Amen. And God wants us to make some noise for him. God wants us to give him praise. God wants us to give him glory because he knows the only way people are going to get faith is by hearing that word of God and instruction. Because when you give the word of instruction and you tell people to check the books, they know just how much they have in their spiritual bank account. 
Amen. And the last time I checked the books in my spiritual bank account, I couldn't count it all. Why? Because what he has given me as an inheritance is infinite, and you can't count that which is infinite. It defies counting. You'll never know how much it is because it never ends. And the devil has been tricking folk into thinking that they don't have this and they don't have that. But on the flip side of that, God is letting you know that I'll give you the desires of your heart because you have everything at your disposal. All you have to do is delight yourself in me. Amen. That sounds fair. That sounds good to me. How can you not delight yourself in someone who gave his only begotten son to set you free from the curse of sin? who sacrificed his own life and was penalized for things he didn't do, but he was penalized for things we did do, and now the price has been paid in full. How can you not delight in someone who would do that for you? The Bible says that the wages of sin is death. Praise the living God. Jesus Jesus paid that sin debt by dying on the cross. In other words, in order for sin to be accounted for, somebody had to die. So God said, rather than let it be the whole world, because the whole world was really, praise the living God, they were really in a position for that. Rather than just lose the whole world, I'm going to send my only begotten son Amen. Who is in righteousness to take the place of the sins of the whole wide world. And that's what he did. And so for that reason, praise the living God, we're free from sin. And we didn't pay a dime. He paid it all. He paid every, every single, he paid every single bit of it. He paid it with his own blood. How can you not delight yourself in him? And not only that, he's not through blessing you. He's saying, if you delight yourself in me, I'll give you the desires of your heart. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Psalm 112. We're still in the book of Psalms. But he wants us to change our posture. He wants us to delight in him. You know, uh, there was a time uh, when, when people say, well, you know, I, 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 I can't do that today. Why? Because I, I got to go to Bible study. Or I can't do that today because I got to go to church. Or I can't do that today because I got to do this conference call. Or I got to, I got to, I got to. God is trying to encourage us as a relationship to change our got to's into get to's. We need to start saying, I get to go to church. I get to hear the word. I get to go to Bible study. I get to praise the Lord because everybody can't praise yes. the Lord. You're everybody right. is You're not right. in condition to praise the Lord. Mm. Hallelujah. Everybody can't mm. lift up the name of Jesus. Everybody can't lift up holy hand. We know a young lady, a man who lives next door to us who just went in for surgery last week, praise the living God. And the report is that she had a, 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 a bad surgery, things went wrong, and she lost all of her capacity to move. And she can only stare now. She can't speak, and she can't move. 
and she's mm. been hospitalized for weeks now. And everybody is not in a position to lift up holy hands. But we want to pray for her right now and others like her who wish they could praise God, but we're going to praise them for her. We're going to praise them for them because if we lift up our hands, miracles will start coming down. Yes. Amen. And, and, and you know, we, we think, well, you know, that's all good because that's just them, but it could have been anybody. It could have been anyone. So what we want to do, we want to give God praise. This is what God is saying. Psalm 112, if you're there. He says, praise ye the Lord. That's all he says. He says, praise ye the Lord. I need you to praise me. I need someone to understand all that I am to them. I need someone to understand all that I do for them. I need someone to understand all that I have for them. I need someone to understand all that I've been to them. Praise the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. Fear don't mean I'm scared of you, God. Fear means reverence him and give him praise, worship him, and give him glory. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord. When you know how great God is, you can't stop praising him. Amen. You couldn't stop praising him if you tried. You talk about him night and day. You talk about him 24-7. You know, I'm telling you the truth. When you think about the goodness of the Lord, in my own situation, amen, I, I, I quit seeing myself as someone that has a sermon, but rather I'm starting to see myself as a sermon. Because I can't stop talking about the Lord. And this is 24-7. And that's exactly the way I want it to be, amen. I want to give God praise in the morning. I want to give God praise when it's raining. I want to give God praise when it's snowing. I want to give him praise when the wind is blowing. I want to give him praise when the sun is shining bright. And we need to lift him up, praise the living God. We need to learn to lift God up. We need to learn to praise God no matter what the situation looks like, no matter what the circumstances are. And we've all been through trials and tests. We all have had our share of trials and tribulations. But we want to learn that even in the midst of the storms, give God praise and watch what God will do. I found out out that there's blue skies behind every dark cloud. And all you have to do is give God praise and ask, and he'll move the darkness away, and then let the sun begin to shine in your life. Somebody knows what I'm talking about. Hallelujah, Jesus. Give God praise. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. People, I don't know how to praise God. Practice this word. Say, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the highest praise. Give God the highest praise. Hallelujah. And when you say that, he knows you're giving him praise. Praise ye the Lord. Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that delighteth. There's that word again, delight. That delighteth greatly in his commandments. In other words, that delights greatly in what he says. That delights greatly in his word. I don't know if you know it or not, but there's a little sound disturbance going on somehow, somewhere. I'm not sure 
on what on whose line it is, but someone's line is kind of interfering with the. I hope you can still hear me. Yeah. All right. Am I the only one that can hear that? I no, just cut like it. I do yeah. believe. I just cut it. Somebody's mic is open. Okay, it sounded it sounded like the freeway. It was somebody in the car. <laughs> All right. And somebody Praise listening God. to us while they driving. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well don't stop listening. Praise the living God. <laughs> but he says but but he says but he says, Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, that reverences God, that worships God that delights in God and everything he says, that's so delighted in him, amen, that we just want to worship him and follow him and do what he says, praise the living God. We want to be just like him, hallelujah. And that's what God wants us to do. God wants the kind of worship that we want to be worshipers. He wants us to be like people are when they worship idols. You know, you know young children sometimes have, have people that they just worship, so to speak. Not just young folk, you got some grown folk too, who have people that they worship. And they and they wanna do everything just like them. They wanna look like them. They 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 change their hairstyles and they want their hair to look like them and they and, and, and they change the way they articulate words and they wanna sound like them and dress like them and move like them and act like them because they worship them. Amen. They worship them. They've made idols out of people that they love. God wants us to shift that and use that same formula, but only towards him. Because he wants to be the Lord our God. And he wants us to walk like him, talk like him, act like him, think like him, speak like him, sing like him, do everything we do just like him. Amen. I know he does because when he made man in the beginning, he made man in his image and after his own likeness. He must have wanted us to be something like him in order to do that. Because if you know what the image is like I do, just look in the mirror. And what you see is what you are. And so yeah. God made us that way. He wanted us to be just like him. Amen. Oh, and the devil's all ticked off about it because he don't want God's people to get that close to him. He said, I don't mind you coming to church, but just don't get that close to God. That's what the devil says. As long as you can come to church and don't learn nothing, as long as you can come to church and don't grow, the devil's happy. But when you start getting close to God and you start recognizing, amen, that praising him and worshiping him is what he wants you to do because he wants, you, he wants us all to be God worshipers. He wants us all to become godly. That word godly means godlike. How many know God wants you to be godlike? All over the world, God wants you to be godlike. Godliness. Is another way of saying God likeness. Yes. And you're not making God mad when you be like God. You're giving God glory. Folk may get mad, but God is getting the glory. So he says, so he says, Blessed is the man that feareth the Lord, Psalm 112, verse 1, and delighteth greatly in his commandments. Goes on to say, His seed, those are your offspring and your grandchildren, and your grandchildren's children. His seed shall be mighty upon the earth. And the generation of the upright, 
shall be blessed. How many know God wants to bless you? Period. Yes, amen. And the generation of the upright shall be blessed. He goes on to say, wealth and riches, wealth and riches shall be in his house. How many would like to have some wealth and riches in your house? You don't have to answer. I know you do. Yes, indeed. The Bible says wealth and riches shall be in your house. And his righteousness endureth for a season. No, the Bible says your righteousness endureth forever. Forever is a long, long time, sisters and brothers. Forever is a long, long time. And when God says he's going to do something for you forever, you have the blessing of the Lord. Hallelujah. This is so good. This is so good. It's hard to cut it off. It's like trying to get up from a meal, amen. You got a whole buffet spread out before you. We have a buffet spread out before us right now in righteousness and in holiness and in blessedness. How do you get up from the table of the Lord with all this great goodness spread out before us? I don't know how. But one thing I do know is God who prepared this table And he has prepared this table before us in the presence of our enemies. That's what Psalm 23 says. Because God wants us to eat from this table. He wants us to enjoy these blessings. He wants you to enjoy having wealth and riches in your house. Hallelujah. It's the devil that's trying to keep you out of wealth and riches. Not God. It's the devil that's trying to keep you from being blessed. Not God. And when you know you have more power in you than the devil does, you can put the devil under your feet. Somebody give God praise with me. Hallelujah. 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 Put the devil under your feet where he belongs. He doesn't even need to be in the picture you're so blessed. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Hallelujah. You know that assignment? You know that thing that you have to do, that thing that you have to have complete this week? Amen. Whatever it is and whoever I'm speaking to, you know you got something on your plate this week that needs to be done, and it seems like it's a tough task? God said, I'll give you the desires of your heart. He said, I'll work that out for you. All I need you to do is delight yourself in me and watch and see. Watch and see. Hallelujah. I'm going to turn it back over to Brother Lewis. God bless you. All right, Pastor Cooper. Thank you very, very much. We had a caller on from the 491 area code. I believe that would might have they're gone now, but that might have been Pastor Green's people. Pastor Green, are you still there? Are you still on mute? But if you are, we appreciate you uh, sending people this direction. And by the way, folks, the podcast will be out in about 20 minutes. You can find it at uh, iHeart. You can find it at Spotify. You can find it at Amazon Podcast. You can find it at Apple Podcasts. Anywhere you find your podcast, just look up Donnie D's Words of Wisdom, and up under that, there'll be Fellowship in the Word and every other podcast that I do will be in that bracket. So don't forget to uh, check it out. 
and you can ride down. If you have Bluetooth in your in your automobile, or if you have Apple Play, you can plug us up and listen to us as you're riding through the neighborhood. But I know Steve out. I want to say hello because I know you'll be listening to it tomorrow, which is Monday. <laughs> I know out there in Kansas. So I just want to say thank everyone who participated today in. Fellowship in the Word with Pastor Cooper. We'll be back next week right here on Blog Talk Radio. And uh, just tell a friend to tell a kid to come and join us and be our friend. We're at 12 o'clock, 11 o'clock on the West Coast, two on the East, and one in the middle. And uh, this has made my day today. I'm ready to get out of here and tackle the world. Head myself over to Costco, handle some other things. Thank you. As we go out with Daddy McKirkland, great is your mercy. Thank you. Mercy, I see day